Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is sports time as we are talking week seven in the National Football League. Can't believe we're already in week seven. All right, I'm your host as always, Matt Pearson. Joining me today is Craig Needles. How the heck are you, Craig? Doing well. Doing well. All right, good to hear you. And rounding up the trifecta as always is Bill Needles. How are you, Bill? Everything is good, thank you. All right. All right, okay, great to have you guys on. Uh, we got to kind of time crunch it for this one, so we're going to get right into it there. Uh... Thursday, Jacksonville Jaguars headed to New Orleans to take on the Saints. This line has obviously fluctuated throughout the week based on on the fact that Trevor Lawrence may or may not participate in this game. Based on the way the line is moving right now, I would say that uh, Trevor's probably going to play. This line opened up on Sunday night when the... uh, was a Sunday night game last week? Oh, oh, when the Bills were taking on the Giants in just a horrendous horrendous football game. Uh... Uh, the Saints line, this line opened up at Saints plus one and a half. And the Sharps hammered that plus one and a half uh, to the point where Vegas immediately took it off the board and were like, all right, I guess we hung a bad line. And then when the line popped open again on Monday, it was Saints minus three um, because of the Trevor Lawrence news. But as we've gone on a few more days, it seems like Trevor's practiced a little. And from where I'm sitting, it sounds like he's going to give it a go because the line is currently Saints minus one and a half. Unfortunately, we didn't get the my, the the one and a half, but uh, you know the line's moving, and I don't think it, it's not necessarily moving because of the money. It's moving because uh, Lawrence might play in this game. I like the Saints one and a half. They're not going to be one of my five, but uh, the Saints is definitely going to be my lean and where my units are in this game uh, tomorrow night. Craig, what do you think? I think the Saints might be one of my five. You're getting the home team on a Thursday against a quarterback who has not really practiced all week. This is another underlying of why the NFL was reckless when they did Thursday Night Football. Because based on what we're hearing about the Lawrence thing, it feels like he would be in a lot better shape if this football game was on Sunday, wouldn't he? And instead, it's on Thursday. So the fact that he just has such a quick turnaround time, got hurt, uh, going in uh, on the road, uh, into the Superdome against a good defense, the Saints, I, I, I think, will be one of my five. Now, shop around for this because... Caesars, BetMGM, they have the Saints minus one right now. You only have to give away the one point. Uh, other places have it at, at, at two and a half. So clearly the Lawrence thing is, as you said, messing this around a little bit. Uh, trying to find where these two teams are in DVOA. Jacksonville is in eighth, and the Saints are in 13th. So, you know, pretty decent little match, a mid, mid-range matchup here. Uh, Billy, what seventh do you think about ranked, this one? Uh, Seventh-ranked defense. Uh, since Dennis Allen got yeah. there, uh, this this is crazy. Since Dennis Allen got to New Orleans, either as a coordinator or head coach, this would be the worst rank in DVOA for defense if they finish at seven. The worst one. Yeah, That's crazy. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, he's great. The defense is great. They're good to bet on. But, man, the Saints are so bad. Derek Carr specifically. I was reading articles uh, the other day where people were pointing out that Derek Carr is the worst red zone quarterback in the history of the game. In the history of the game in terms of uh, putting points up on the board when he's got 20 yards or less. And it's just weird because you see them, like, you see them on, like, the 12-yard line, and it's just none of the plays are, are good or the throws are good. It's bad. Uh, Billy, Saints uh, lay in the one and a half. What do you think? Yeah, I'm with the the Saints on this one. I, I think that defensive unit is, is probably going to overpower the Jags. I think good defenses like the Saints can make a, a good offense look bad. Uh, and, and even, a, like... The Saints is a, a bad offense, but the Jaguars' defense is worse. 
So I, I think I like the Saints on both sides of that. So I'm taking the Saints here. All right, Sunday night or no 9:30 game this week. We got to wait till we get to Germany for a couple more of those. Uh, God, I really like that 9:30 game. They should just start doing that every week. Just have one game. It's like a weird morning prime time game starting at 9:30. I, I like... think that we are going to get into a world where we have more of these rather than less of them. Fair. So yeah. So maybe it just keeps. Yeah, maybe it just keeps happening and happening. But. Uh... I really like that Kirk Warner, Rich Eisen <laughs> broadcast team. I really, really like them. They're great. All right, heading to the one o'clock slate on Sunday night. Uh, we got the Cleveland Browns coming off an absolutely massive victory, and my new biggest score of all time was that uh, Browns victory over the uh, over over the Niners because I, I just kept hitting it. Like it opened up, it's five and a half. I said I like the five and a half. And then as the, uh, you know, as we kept getting the Deshaun Watson news that is he going to play, it's getting worse. As it went on, it went from five to seven to eight to nine to ten. And I hit it on the seven, eight, nine and the ten, as well as the five and a half. And then I had all sorts of money on the money line, too. So uh, when Moody missed that field goal, that was like a net. A lot of units (laughs) missed for me. Now, now, if he made the kick, I was still going to be way up on that game. But him missing it, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so that, that that was my new biggest score was uh, week six, Rams, Brown, or uh, Niners, Browns, supplanting the uh, second Giants, uh, uh, the, the, the Giants, the second Giants-Patriots Super Bowl. Uh, but anyway, uh, the Browns and their tremendous, tremendous defense. Uh, ranked uh, number one in DVOA, unsurprisingly, this week. Uh, Go into Indianapolis to take on Garden Menchu and the Colts, and just an awful news that Treasurer Richards is is not going to be in our lives uh, football-wise until next season. But uh, get healthy and get back on field, uh, Anthony, because you were a joy to watch in in the limited uh, time we got to see you. Browns lay in two and a half, and I got to tell you, at first glance, despite what the Browns did to the – to the Niners, this feels like a classic take the Colts spot. I would prefer the three, and maybe it gets to three on game time, so I might just wait on this one to bet it. But I really, really like the Colts side. That That's my lean. This is just a classic, like, Browns spending a week getting smoke blown up their butts all week. Colts kind of uh, blew one in a good spot against Jacksonville, so they're looking to bounce back. A um, little worried about Menchu, but it also still looks like it's going to be P.J. Walker this week because uh, Deshaun has not been practicing. Billy, what do you think? Browns laying two and a half on the road. Yeah, I, I like the logic there. I just I can't picture a way that the Colts can put many points on the board in this game. I, I, I think that defense is obviously phenomenal. The logic of they're inflated and, and the Colts are deflated. Yep, I agree. I think you're getting a few points here for free, but I, I still am thinking the Browns in this case. I just can't picture a way that Indianapolis can get more than 15, 18 points. Like, so I, I got to go with uh, the Browns. Uh, all right, Craig, a tiebreaker. Yeah, I I have to go Browns too. I, I just like the 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 offense looked okay against Jacksonville last week, but I I just don't know if we're gonna get consistent moving of the chains from Gardner Minshew against this defense. And if the Browns can score as many this week as they did last week, and I know that the weather will not be a factor here because they're in Indianapolis, but. I, I just think that the I think you're going to want the Browns, so I'm I, I'm taking that. I just feel like this is a game where the Colts wind up with you know seven points and that's it type of thing. Yeah, it could be. Uh, I mean, 
It's just a spot play for me. It's not going to be one of my five, but my units for this one are going to be on the Colts. I can tell you that right now. I would, I'm, Like I said, I'm going to wait for the three. But uh, if the three doesn't come in, I'm, I'm going to be forced to just take the two and a half. If you have to give the full field goal, I think I'm ha- I am I would feel differently about this game. But not having to give the full field goal, that, like, if 10-7 is an out for you, like, and that's what it would be at two and a half, I, I kind of feel like that's the type of game we're looking at here. Yeah. Agreed. Uh... Next up, the Buffalo Bills take on the New England Patriots in a matchup that used to bring us such joy, <laughs> gentlemen, and now we just kind of feel nothing for this one. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, uh, this line opened up, I think, at Bills laying eight and is now Bills laying, uh, it's, it's now Bills laying nine. Here's the thing. Uh, I've been on the Patriots every single week. I, I think I've been on the Patriots about uh, like so six weeks. I think I've been on them three and off them two, and I've been right pretty much the same time. Right, I've been right four and two. Obviously, last week I was just dead wrong. All of the signs, all of the gambling adages, all of the classic numbers, all of the uh, super extra gambling you know numbers that we try to crunch are telling this are telling us that we're supposed to bet the Patriots here divisional matchup bills on a short week, not looking good in prime time Patriots, another effing stinker. It, Bill Belichick, good defense at home, supposed to be bad weather in this game. Last time these two teams had bad weather, it was that snowmageddon game. Uh, but man, Mac Jones might just be an absolute system buster. Like uh, of a quarterback, he might be that bad that he is just breaking all of the, um, just uh, all of the all of the the, the 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 numerous number of reasons that we should be taking this plus nine and a half. So I for all those reasons and just for that exact reason of Mac Jones might be a system buster because he's that bad. I have no money on this game because I want to bet the Patriots side and I just can't bring myself to do it. Craig, what do you think? Bills laying nine. That this offense is unspeakably bad. It's eight and a half, by the way. If you go to a few places, uh, Ben yeah, and Jim, it, it opened up at eight and a half. Yeah, so yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, I, ugh, I, I, I know that like, oh, giving away eight points with the Patriots at Gillette Stadium sounds crazy, but how can you bet on this offense? Yeah, it's terrible. It's just. Completely unwatchable. Uh, I, yeah. I don't, I don't want anything to do with it. Uh, I don't want anything to do with this game, this line, anything. This is not the Scott Hansen game. In fact, there was stiff competition for that this week. Oh, I think yeah. you can probably guess what it wound up being. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't want anything to do with this. Uh, I, if I have to pick a side, I think I'm picking New England, but I don't like it. Yeah, despite the fact we've got some very lean lines this week, it's not a, it's not a great slate of games. Other than we finally got a good Sunday nighter, which is uh, which is great. Um, this legitimate. Although we thought be... that a couple weeks ago, and then the Niners absolutely kicked the tar out of the Cowboys. So true. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't foresee that happening with these two. I think we're going to get a nice competitive game with those two, and, and we're going to get to that one in a, in a bit. Um, this legitimately might be the first game that I don't have money on one side or the other of the 2023 NFL season because I just. 
like I said, I want to put the Patriots, but I can't do it. I can't do it. I stare at Mac Jones and I'm like, and especially after what he did with that fucking that fumble or that safety. That, that's the second year in a row that's happened to me where I've had a team getting three and a half are covering by two and then give up a safety. Last year it was that dumb Jets. I don't remember who the Jets were playing, but the Jet, the, 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 the Flacco Jets were getting three and a half. Uh, we're losing by two, but did a bunch of pitchy, pitchy crap at the end, and the ball ended up going through the back of the end zone. And I got—I I remember getting the alert on my the post notification on my phone that I had won my bet. And then when I went back and checked it, I—I had lost it because they—they they changed it to the safety, and I was like, "No, no, <laughs> it's too late. You already gave me that money." Uh, <laughs> Billy, what do you think? Patriots getting nine and nine at home. I mean, first thing I'm going to ask. you, when do you think was the last time the Patriots were the biggest dog of the week? Uh, I believe they like, said they haven't been this big of a dog since uh, Tom Brady's second start back in 2001, I think. Insane. So I, I, I think I like what you're saying that all the adages are kind of pointing to the Patriots. I, I would agree with that. This is a division game. You're in New England. That offense is pretty terrible, but I think you got to take the Patriots here. I, I, and obviously the Bills are coming off not their best game, uh-huh. um, but they play even mediocre football and not good football, and the Patriots should be able to cover this. So I, I, I think I'm going with the Patriots. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if it's going to continue all year, but the Bills are definitely doing that thing right now where they're playing up or down to whoever their competition is. Like they're mm-hmm. just Now, it might have been last week that uh, – they were missing their two best defensive players and they haven't figured that out. But like, there's really no reason the offense was like offense was at an all time down last year, last week for some reason, like the, the unders went um, 13 and two, depending on the book. Some of them were like 12, two and one, but for the, obviously the unders just crushed last week and the unders are winning at a 67% rate this year. So it has not been an offensive explosion so far this year, uh, other than the Miami dolphins. Uh, All right, moving on. The Las Vegas Raiders, uh, who beat the aforementioned Patriots, are heading to Chicago to take on the Raiders, or sorry, to take on the Bears. And it does not look like uh, Justin Fields is going to play in this game. Dislocated thumb. Bears are getting three, so the Raiders are laying three on a road. This is a classic. Doesn't look like Jimmy G is going to play in this game either. Yeah, Jimmy G will be out, so it's going to be either Brian Hoyer or McConnell. It was weird that they brought Hoyer out. I think they just did. I think that was just Josh McDaniels because he's that guy. I think that was just him being cheeky, right? So um, either way, it's going to be a couple of backups going up up against each other. This is a classic. This is a hold-your-nose play of the week. Uh, You're holding your nose and you're taking the three with the Bears. I know they haven't looked good. I know it's a backup quarterback, but it's also the Raiders on the road coming off a big victory. with also a backup quarterback. So there's no way you're trusting Josh McDaniels with a backup quarterback and three on the road against anybody. Um, take the three, don't watch the game, and uh, go on about your life. You know who else shouldn't watch this game is Scott Hansen. Because if he watches it, any of us have to. Uh, oh. So, yeah, I don't think anyone needs to see Tyson Bejant yeah. versus Aiden O'Connell, Ryan Hoyer, whoever's going to be. Uh, the Bears' next quarterback, if Beijing gets hurt, by the way, Nathan Peterman. Yeah, so, who, they jo- yeah who they've Scott cut Hansen- like twice already this offseason <laughs> or That's whatever, right. yeah. Scott Hansen, under no circumstances yeah. should you show this game. Uh, I've, I, but I, that being said, I think the Bears are one of my five. <laughs> yeah, like I completely agree, right? Like it's... 
<laughs> you just yeah, the Bears are the obvious play here. It's a it's a no brainer. Hold your nose and take the Bears. Uh, Billy, what do you think about this one? I I think I'm just taking the points. Like you you never really know who's going to make more mistakes. One of them is going to th- like there's going to be a bunch of interceptions. Who's going to throw more? I, I'm taking the points and I'm hoping for the best. Uh, Washington Commanders head into New York to take on the Giants. Commanders laying three? <laughs> like, oh my God. Uh, what do you do? This one, command, like the Commanders get a win on the road in Atlanta, which, you know, I, I, I was on it. I was on com- uh, the Commanders getting the, the, the plus two and a half last week, but like Desmond Ritter was, was just, oh boy, that was bad. But the commanders going into three, go getting three on the road against the divisional opponent. Like get out of here. Uh, like the giants obviously looked dreadful. They had not, they, they, they ended both halves first and second with the ball on the one yard line and came away with nada, like no points. Like what were they doing? Uh, just, Oh my God. Like we're, we're staring at some stayaways. I said, Bill's Patriots was a game that I don't have any, Money on this is a stay away for me. Knife to my ribs on this one. I think I just take the plus three with the Giants uh, in the divisional matchup and fall back on the old gambling adages and move on with my life. But it's it's like, oh boy. Uh, Billy, what do you think about this one? Giants getting plus three. Yeah, I, I mean, you got a pretty low over-under. What are the 39 or something 39. like that? There's a, few, there's a few games in the 30s this, this, this week. Yeah, I, I mean, it was a low-scoring week last week, so maybe some slight overreactions there. But I, I think this is a game where you just want to get as many points as you can because there's not going to be a lot of points put on the board. So if you're getting an extra three with the Giants, I'm taking them. I could actually see this game going over just from sheer, like, defenses. It's just, just not having it in this one. This is this is a ridiculous one. Uh, Craig, what do you think? Commanders land three on the road. Uh, yeah, I think... I'm going to go with the Giants here. Uh, although, watch where you're getting it because it's two and a half in a few places. I know Caesars has it at two and a half. Need, need that uh, yeah, the three makes it better. So that's why I don't think it'll be one by five. The over-under, as you said, is is 39 in a few places. But you might, like, you can get it at 38 and a half in one spot, too. So, mm-hmm. uh Key thing is, uh, I would like the to take the Giants for the most part. If you're getting the full field goal, that's great. Uh, if you're not getting the field goal, pay, maybe just to, uh, avoid it entirely. Falcons, Buccaneers. Buccaneers length two and a half. We got a nice little uh, road match up here. God, those creamsicle jerseys looked fucking wow. <laughs> God, I love those jerseys. Um, was on... What, what was on the Bucks last week, they were one of my five. They did not come through for me. I did not see that coming. Uh, Baker left a couple plays. There were a couple of wide-open bombs that could have been uh, touchdowns that he uh, just couldn't commit the throw. The Bucks defense is good. The Lions, It's a Lions team that's been scoring a lot of points. They've been putting points. There have been a lot of 30s and 40s with the Lions, and, and they held the, the, the Detroit Lions potent offense, although they were without... Uh, their top two running backs in that one uh, to a to a sparse twenty, but that twenty was enough because the line because Baker Mayfield and the guys couldn't get anything going. Um, Ritter and the guys look bad. Uh, this is one where I, like I think my lean is to Atlanta, but I want to hold on for the three. But, but man, it's frightening taking Atlanta. It is no fun taking Atlanta uh, other than watching Bijan. But I th- my advice is let's hold on and see if we can get a three and then take the Falcons. Uh, Craig, what do you think? Falcons uh, getting two and a half in Tampa. 
Yeah, I, I feel the same way as you, and I don't love this line either way. Um, Tampa, I think, is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Is Tampa Bay not good? Like, can we, oh, yeah, the, like, oh, the some... defense is great. Like I said, they, they, they held yep. a potent Lions offense to 20. The offense just couldn't get it going. Now, like I said, Baker left some plays on the, on, on the, some points on the board, off the board, and Mike Evans had a, a key drop, which is becoming more and more frequent with Mike these days. Uh, not that he's washed up or anything, but, you know, he's... Dropping some balls in some big spots. It's just been happening. He's been doing uh, this a long time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think something that people, I don't know if forgets the right word, but when we're talking about the Buccaneers, like the Bones, like obviously there's a big, important guy who's not there, but the Bones of a team that won the Super Bowl is still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think that's why the yeah, Sharks thought way. these guys were underdogs coming into the season. They, they like yeah. uh, The Sharks thought the Buccaneers were pretty much the most undervalued team coming into this this year. Uh, them and the them and the Rams, I thought, were, uh, were the teams the Sheriffs came in on. Uh, Billy, what do you think? Bucks land two and a half. Yeah, I, I got a, a pretty good amount of respect for the Bucks. I think they've they've had a tough schedule, man. They've played a lot of tough teams, and they haven't beat all of them, but they the, certainly the defense has hung in there. Um, I think they're a little bit better than people are giving them credit for. You put them against the Falcons, who I think aren't great. Uh, I'm liking the Bucks here. I'm willing to lay a few points. Desmond Ritter may have been the worst quarterback in the league this in week six. He was bad. Yeah. In, that game. in, a, in a sea of bad quarterbacking that we saw week six, yeah. week, week six was not and a fun quarterback. The Falcons game. should have won that game with even, even four out of 10 quarterback play. The Falcons probably pretty easily win that game. I think Yeah, he was yeah. just not very good. And I was a believer coming into the season. I thought he might be a, uh, kind of a diamond in the rough type of guy, even though he played at a big time program and, and they won a lot of games when he was at Cincinnati. Um, I I just thought that maybe the Falcons kind of pulled, pulled the fast one in the league here and found uh, a solid starting QB in the, the middle rounds of the draft. But that is apparently uh, looking like not the case at this point in their lives. Yeah, certainly does. He just can't throw the ball downfield. Last game of the one o'clock slate, and it's a bit of a doozy uh, and easily the marquee matchup of the week. We have the five and one uh, second in DVOA. Still can't believe I'm saying stuff like this. Detroit Lions heading into Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Uh, DVOA-wise, this is number two versus number six. Uh, This line opened up at uh, Ravens minus two and a half. The Sharps have come in all over the Ravens. And now it's uh, the Ravens minus three. Um, still having trouble wrapping my head around this Lions thing. Obviously, I was on uh, I was on the Bucks last week. Uh, the Lions and Jared Goff have been the most profitable quarterback over basically uh, like the most profitable team against the spread uh, basically since Jared Goff got there. And you know, eventually the Lions that's... are thirteen and four in the last seventeen games. Yeah, yeah. I, I just now that's uh, the football. And they're thirteen yeah. and four. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I I want you guys to know that uh, Brandon Perna, who, who who's a uh, uh, NFL YouTuber and he's also a big Broncos fan, Craig. Like he's a Broncos slash NFL YouTuber. Uh, he did a video uh, chronicling uh, all of the calls that the lions uh have gone against the lions over the it was sparked by the the, by this lions ravens matchup because i don't know if you remember uh last time these two teams hooked up there was a historic 66 yard field goal as the buzzer went uh in order for from justin tucker in order for the lions to win this in order for the ravens to win that game that was preceded by a uh 
delay of game call that never was. And Perna clocked it that the Ravens got an extra 1.77 seconds to fire off that snap. <laughs> like, so, oh, an extra two full seconds, eh? <laughs> yeah, that turned yeah. out to be important. Plus, yeah. the, plus the five yards. Yeah, plus the five um, yards that never was, and 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 Tucker yeah. like barely made that field goal, right? Like it it hit the thing, and it, it like it hit the. the well, I'll tell you right now, right. he wasn't making it from seventy-one. I'll tell you no, that. Like, no, that's right. So, uh, uh, so but anyway, uh, here we are with these two teams. And, and and here's the thing with the Lions call situation: mm-hmm. that third down in that op- in that game against Seattle in week two, I think week two, yeah, um, where Aiden Hutchinson essentially was tackled. Um, very clearly held. They call that hold. There's a not insignificant chance the Lions are six and zero right now. Yeah. Well, they're the only team that hasn't been beaten in regulation so far. Yep. yep, yep. And and the other thing is, and this uh, this is just random. Uh, the way that the offenses were going that particular day, the Lions win the toss. They're probably six and zero right now. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. They're 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 five and one, and their one loss was basically kind of. Decided by a coin flip in a game where they also had like five turnovers too, right? So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. they're good. They're yeah, good. They're they're good. Uh, that that uh, said, I'm taking this week. you're taking who? I'm taking the Lions. Wow, I just I'm worried about. I've just I'm... watched this. I know the Baltimore defense is good, and I understand mm-hmm. that this is going to be not necessarily the best uh, uh, the the best conditions for Goff and the Lions offense, but mm-hmm. I just look at. This the way that this Ravens offense has struggled against good defenses this year, and and had a hard time consistently moving the ball and and, and putting putting drives together. And they're playing a really good defense this week. Yeah, Lions are third I, in DVOA defense. That's yeah, unreal. It is incredibly unreal. Borderline, you know, like hey, <laughs> this is real pinch me. Uh, here's the thing, gambling wise on this one. The this line opened up at, at Ravens minus two and a half. That's not insignificant, right? Like with the three, I like the Lions a bit better. When it was two and a half, I was really on Baltimore. And here's why: the weather is going to be terrible in Baltimore this weekend, right? And the Lions have no running backs, so that's Gibbs bad. practice today. That helps a Gibbs little, but, they, they, but it would still be yeah. Gibbs's first day as as like the bell cow. And sure, I know sure, Craig Reynolds but, had a monster highlight. He this had week. a nice game in Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, and I know he had a monster highlight with the block on that uh, Almond Ross St. Brown yes. touchdown. But if Craig Reynolds is your leading back, uh, I don't know. In, in a game that looks like it might be a rock fight, my official recommendation for this is get the under uh, forty-two and a half uh, on this game right now because I think you might see it dip to like uh, forty. Uh, once the weather report, once we get closer to the weather report for this game, uh, I think I'm on Baltimore. So Craig's on the Lions. I'm on Baltimore. Billy tiebreaker on this one. Yeah, I'd love to say I have a great read on this, but I, I, I think these are both good teams. This is definitely the the best matchup of one o'clock. That's for sure. This will be a good game. Um, I, I think I like the Ravens. I think that Lions offense will struggle with the Ravens defense. Um, they did a real good job keeping the Titans in, in check last week, um, who normally have at least a half decent offense. They couldn't throw the ball to save their lives, though. Uh, I think the Lions offense is better, but I like the Ravens defense the most out of these units. So I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, next Lions matchup is uh, their first prime time of the year. Well, no, second prime time of the year because they open up against Kansas City. They get the Raiders next week in Detroit. So that'll be fun. Um, crowd will oh, be. Oh, I'm looking at the line for that game while you talk because I'm fascinated to know what that's going to be. Yeah, the look ahead line. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, they don't even have one. Raiders quarterback situation. Oh, Lions by seven and a half. Is I was going to say, yeah, the Lions, that's a look ahead for that. Oh, man, so I was going to say, are the Lions favored by a touchdown? <laughs> they are favored by a touchdown. Ooh, scary. A little All more right. than that. All right, so uh, Raiders-Bears is uh, Scott Hansen game. Uh, Lions-Ravens, easily the marquee matchup of the 1 o'clock slate. Uh, next up, we head to Arizona – or sorry, we head to Seattle to take on the Arizona Cardinals. Seattle, second-highest line of the week, highest home line. Uh, they're laying eight. Um, I don't normally like taking high lines. I laid the I laid the 13-and-a-half with Miami last, last week, and – uh, obviously, a quarter into that game, I was like, "What am I doing? What are you doing, Matt? Like, you're, you're laying two touchdowns. You, you like you swore off doing this years ago, and here you are laying 14 against a team that's down 14, and then they they still covered. And not only did they cover another pick six from two up, so they still covered the 14 after being down 14, and threw in a little pick six in there for extra coverage. I mean this." It's wild. Uh, I feel like the Cardinals got a memo after the first three weeks of the season. There was like a memo that circulated um, after the first four weeks or so throughout the uh, Cardinals facility that was like, hey, guys, what are we doing here? Because <laughs> the last two weeks, they've looked pretty dreadful. And I, 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 I've I, been on them a little bit. So it, uh, Although I was on the Rams last week, but the week before I was definitely on the Cardinals. Uh I've seen some Bengals, I think. Uh, Seahawks laying eight. I'm pretty sure I'm going to lay the eight. They were better than the Bengals in that game. They gained twice as many yardage, had twice as many first down. Every every offensive statistical category, they were basically blowing out uh, the Bengals. But, the, uh, but they turned the ball over and had two cracks in the final five minutes in the red zone uh, and just couldn't get it across the goal line. I, 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 I'm going to... I'm going to lay the eight, and this is probably going to be our survivor pool pick for this week. Billy, what do you think? Seahawks laying eight. Yeah, I'm with you on both of those. I I, I think I I also hate laying this many points, but Cardinals are just terrible. The Seahawks, they haven't looked that great, but against a bad team, I think they're going to to look real nice this week. Uh, I'm taking the Seahawks. I'm laying the eight. Uh, Billy, or sorry, Craig, what do you think? Seahawks uh, laying eight. Well, Bet365 has uh, this at seven and a half, if Ooh, somebody nice. is so inclined. Oh, Shop around, yeah. everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I am uh, I, I'm taking the Seahawks. It's not one of my five, but uh, – and, and I don't even really love the Seattle team. And there's people in Seattle talking about switching to Drew Locke. Smith has not played well, to be clear. Uh, but there's people in Seattle talking about – Well, he played well Locke. last game ex- everywhere except for the red zone. Uh, well, yeah, and he, well, the, the red zone picks, I think, is why we're talking about this. But let me tell you, yeah. I don't know if Drew Locke's going to solve that particular. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, I, I'm i leaning Seattle, but this is uh, this is a spot that I don't love because I just don't know if we're going to randomly see that Arizona team from the first couple of weeks show up all of a sudden and keep this game close. Yeah, and this could be. Probably not, but there's just world where this is Josh Dobbs' last start and week eight we see Kyler yeah. Murray. Yeah. So there I just if, if I'm the, the Cardinals right now. If I'm the Cardinals on two fronts, I'm delaying that. One, you gotta make sure that Murray stays healthy because you're likely trying to trade him this uh this spring. So you wait. You don't want to have anything else happen to his knee. Two, if you lose a couple extra games where you're waiting for Kyler, is that really the worst thing in the world if you're the Cardinals? 
Isn't Caleb Williams kind of the point here? Isn't that what we're trying to do? Yeah, Caleb or uh, Fenix or any of those guys. Yeah, Drake or, May, Shitter Sand, whoever we're yeah. talking about here. Yeah, there's, there are several quarterbacks about. Uh, and I know that some people are talking a lot about how Drake May looks the best of the group right now. I, I think that Caleb Williams awkwardness against Notre Dame is a one-off. I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, either way, I think that uh, I think that this is this is not a spot that I want to be super involved in. But if I have to take some, I'm taking Seattle. All right. uh, Steelers head into Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Steelers coming off a of bye. Rams are laying three. Uh, a lot of nice even number threes this week. Uh, I like this Rams team. I continue to be enamored by them. I like that, uh, you know, Cup is getting going. I'm a little bit worried about uh, my Puka Nakua uh, pickup in fantasy there. Uh, but he's also been great. Uh, that said, this is a classic take the Steelers spot. This is, a, this is a Steelers plus three off the bye. There'll be some weird... Mike Tomlin voodoo uh, in this matchup. Like the the Steelers will do something. Like it'll just be something stupid. It'll be a, it'll end up being a dumb rock fight of a game, and the Steelers will somehow eke out a cover and maybe even a win because that's just what they do in this weird Mike Tomlin post Ben Roethlisberger era where they just somehow end up playing these games with a weird score. Like if this game was like this game could be like I, I can see this game being the score of this game being like five to two. At one point, like that's how weird <laughs> it can get with the Steelers sometimes. So I, I'm I'm taking the three and, and moving on. Uh, Mike Tomlin spot for me. Uh, Billy, what do you think? Rams land three. Rams. Uh, I I think the Steelers are terrible. I, I think the Rams are good. The Rams is terrible. Yeah, and, and the defense. I'm, I'm not going as far as good, uh, but I still don't think they'll be able to hold this Rams offense in check. Like the Rams offense is quite good. They'll be able to move the ball. Pittsburgh will not. I'm going with the Rams here. Rams are Pittsburgh's defense is eleventh in Pittsburgh's yeah. defense is eleventh in DVOA. It's like mm-hmm. it's fine, mm-hmm. but if that's supposed to be your bread and butter unit, eleventh is not what you want, especially when the offense is sitting at a cool twenty-eight. Yeah, exactly. Steelers twentieth overall in that particular metric. Yeah, this is twentieth versus twelfth too. So yeah, when the one would say it's the Rams are in a much better spot. I don't know. This is. It, weird shit just always happens. Like, there'll be a blocked field goal or a blocked punt or something that the Steelers turn into points somehow. And then you're staring there at the Rams as you're like, what the hell just happened? It's, it's just weird. <laughs> anyway, Craig, tiebreaker on this one. Uh, Rams for me. Okay. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm not a believer in the Steelers team. I, if I'm getting, like, th- this line equates these teams as being relatively similar from a talent perspective. And I don't think that's the case. I think the Rams are better. Now it's going to be there's going to be a bit of a, a home field problem for the Rams here, I suspect, with all the terrible towels that'll be there. But uh, no, I'm taking the Rams. Yeah, that's true. Green Bay Packers coming off a bye, head into Denver to take on your boys, uh, Craig. Uh, this line opened up at Denver plus one and a half, and the Sharps have come in on the Broncos, and it's now plus one. So the Packers are laying one in Denver right now. I know it looks extremely bad, <laughs> but uh, I'm taking the Denver Broncos here, and there's a chance they might be one of my five. I'm 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 willing to get hurt again by your Denver Broncos, Craig. I just think I'm just staring at it, and I'm just like, they got a good special teams unit, and the offense is at least mid enough 
despite the fact that the defense is terrible. And the, I know the, the, game in is... Kansas, the game in Kansas City was awful, but the offense, other than that game, has been pretty decent. Yeah, true. And and that was a weird game. Like, Andy Reid was doing, like, weird crap on fourth down. Like, what the, the hell was he doing? He did a, he did, he had two fourth and ones. One of them he did, you know, rather than keeping Mahomes on the field, he did, like, a fake field goal tush-push with a, like, 90-pound, ki- like, kicker or something like that. Like, what? I don't know what that was. Is that the Broncos stuffed? And then the other one was, like, Kadarius Tony as the quarterback doing a read option. Like, the what was that like i don't know if they made those plays i would have been like he's spinning the ball on his finger but the, even the broncos <laughs> worst defense in the league blew up those two plays with relative ease so i don't know what andy was cooking that uh, I, don't, I don't know but i guess he just thought i guess he was just like you know what guys fuck it let's do it uh <laughs> like, uh that said i'm not sure if jordan love has the weapons nor the capacity now, he should have Aaron Jones back in this game. I don't know if he has the capacity to take uh, advantage of this uh, of this Broncos uh, defense, despite the fact they're coming off the bye. This is still a rookie quarterback going into Denver on the road. So I'm, I'm going to be on the Broncos, Craig. What do you think about your boys in this one? I want nothing to do with this. Uh, <laughs> neither, of these teams are, neither of these teams are good. Uh, no. I think that was very clear. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I would lean Denver, but I don't want, like I said, anything to do with this. All right. Uh, Billy, what do you think about this one? Broncos currently getting one at home. Yeah, I've gone a little bit out of my way to not watch either of these teams throughout the year. So it's, it's hard to get a real good solid lead. Um, I, I think. I think I want the, the the veteran quarterback at home as opposed to the rookie on the road here. I know the Broncos have struggled, uh, and, and so has Wilson. But I, I think they're all in all probably a better team or at least a better unit. Uh, so I'm going with the Broncos. All right. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers, last game of the 4 o'clock slate, Los Angeles Chargers head into Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Uh, do you guys want to have the Herbert conversation before we we get into this? Because it doesn't look man, good. He missed like four touchdowns in that game. Like, they're, they're, like it was Allen uh, Allen twice, Palmer once, and uh, I don't remember who the other guy was, but there was somebody else who was wide open, and he missed he missed all four of those throws, um, which sucked for me because I had the over in that game, which was mental because I don't bet overs and i was but i definitely took the points with the chargers and friends don't let friends bet the chargers so i i don't know what i was thinking there but yeah at some point i like it's weird because brandon staley and his perceived incompetence seems to be insulating herbert to some of this criticism but you know, because if this was like, if the shoe was on the other foot and it was Dak who had the game that he did, uh, Dak obviously would have been getting destroyed. And, you know, and there's a few other quarterbacks that would have, that like, like Josh Allen would have got some of that too. So would uh, like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts would have got some of that. Lamar Jackson would have got some of that. I think. I was going to uh, say Lamar might be the best example. If Lamar had a night yeah. like that on, yeah, that would have been ugly. Yeah. 
And like I don't I don't want to turn this into a black quarterback white quarterback thing because I we, you know we mentioned a couple like uh, like Josh Allen would have got destroyed for that sort of a thing. It's just like I don't know. It's just weird that Herbert is not getting it <laughs> because like man, it's just I like it's just not happening right now. Like he's not he's not coming through in the big moments. And I don't know if that's just a Chargers disease or something, but I don't know. I don't know. All right. But for this game, <laughs> I know I just said friends don't let friends bet the Chargers, but God <laughs> damn it. God damn it. The Chiefs laying five and a half against L.A. The, 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 the Chiefs coming off the super rest, but like the Chiefs only win close games and this Chargers team only loses close games. So you know I'm taking the points. Oh, God, I hate it. I'm so sick. Why would I do this? Billy, Chiefs lay at five and a half. What do you think? Yeah, I, I uh, feel like you're right there. It's It's got to be the Chargers here. That The Chiefs have, have – I don't know that they've really blown anybody out of the water that bad, uh, whereas the Chargers have managed to stay in it with most of the games they've played. I think you got to have those points. Like, Chiefs are a better team, um, but you're going to want those points in this game. I think the Chargers can keep it close. DVOA-wise, Chiefs are fifth. Uh, Chargers are fifth. Chargers are 14th. 14th, sorry. I mean, the offenses aren't that far away according to defense. It's it's uh, six versus eight, so it theoretically should be an offensive throwdown. But oh man, uh, I'm I'm on I, I'm I'm on I know I I typically want the points in a division game like this one too. I just mm-hmm. I, I just don't trust the Chargers to be to be necessarily functional in this spot. And mm-hmm. like, well, what's the attendance like this game? Oh, well, it's, it's in Kansas City, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just. I'm just oh, sorry, I'm it. sorry, I did not pick Swift Watch. <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, I was tweeting about that because it got a little bit. Uh, yeah, I was tweeting about that all week with the uh, the the old clip from Anchorman of you know, Panda Watch because that's basically what it's been <laughs> with Taylor Swift. Uh, I don't know, man. Is she on the red carpet for one of her movies for this one? Well, it's, I imagine Friday or Saturday, we'll, we'll, the word will be out on whether or not uh, T. Swift is uh, going to be attending this game. Uh, man, I just, again, it's a team that doesn't blow anybody out versus a team that likes to lose close games. So I, I just, you got to take the Chargers. It's so bad, though. Um yeah, and the Chiefs, like, they just trade. Like, it's so bad with them with the, with the, like, they're they're not able to score a lot is the thing. I know they've still got Kelsey, and I know we all just think the Chiefs are just lying in the weeds waiting to bust loose, but I just don't know. Like, they just traded for uh, Mecole Hardman back from the Jets today, and is Mecole Hardman the answer to the, to the Chiefs' things? I, I don't think so. And it's, it's I don't know just... what it is or not, but I'll tell you this: he's gonna like have some sort of forty-yard catch in a playoff game. I already, I can already tell you that. Maybe yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah, you can see that. Like that's, against the that's Jets in the wild card. Red, <laughs> yeah, <and> <laughs> yeah, against the Jets in the wild card. Sauce Gardner just trips on yeah. something and falls over. Oh, god! All right, so uh, Billy and I are on the Chargers. Greg's on the Chiefs. Sunday nighter. <laughs> Finally, oh. woo, beauty. Uh, number four in DVOA versus number seven, a, a, just a, a great matchup. Uh, Dolphins, Eagles, this line opened up at Philly minus one and a half. Sharps came in and destroyed the one and a half, and it is now Philly minus two and a half. 
Love this Dolphins team. Um, Philly, I don't know what Jalen Hurts was doing with that chuck, uh, that with that interception on the third down play when they were up by two or whatever it was. It, it was that was. I don't know what he was thinking in that one. It, it, it was it was unnecessary. Like if you it, like if they were down, I could see forcing that throw, but they were winning. It was fucking strange. Uh, that said, I still like the Eagles uh, laying the two and a half. I think this is a great bounce back game for them, and I I just I think they're going to be able to get pressure on Tua. I, th- I think they're going to be able to get pressure on Tua in this game and make them uncomfortable. And I'm sure the Dolphins will still get a few points. But uh, I, I think the Eagles ultimately win this game. Uh, Eagles uh, land the two and a half for me. They're going to be one of my five. Uh, Craig, what do you think? Yeah, I, uh, I I think that I'm going to go Miami. I just right. like something just looks off with this Eagle team, and I know they were five and zero before this past week, but they had some ugly, weird games. Something looks off with this defense. I think there's a chance that they have a rough uh, a rough night against this Miami offense. I could, I could just see this. Like, there's going to be a special teams something in this game. Like, the, like, I don't know. Miami's 27th in, in defensive DVOA and 30th in special teams. Man, like, that's that's. I just, I just think the Eagles are more well-rounded, and and they'll be able to pressure. Uh, they'll, they'll be able to get pressure. I think Billy tiebreaker on this one. Yeah, I'm with the Eagles. I, I love the Eagles in this one. I, I, I think the Dolphins. I think they've put so many points on the board that people get pretty enamored, but the re- there's a lot of holes in this unit. I, I think the Eagles are a better, more rounded team, uh, and I like them to to come away with a win here, and you don't have to give up much. So I'm going with the Eagles here. I want to get your guys' opinion on this one because I've, I've, I've seen more than one person mention this in a video or a tweet or whatever, that as of going into week six in the 2023 Obviously, this is card subject to change, but going into week seven of the 2023 NFL season, that the People's Super Bowl, the People's Super Bowl matchup would be Dolphins-Lions. What say you two gentlemen? Ooh. Uh, is there somebody? Yeah. Yeah. I I think that that's, that's fair to say. Maybe Jaguars? I, th- I think more. I think more people would rather see the Dolphins get because the Dolphins don't have. A su- well, that's not true. They got the two from the the seventies, but yeah, you know, like, they, uh, they didn't uh, get but, any with Marino, right? Right. And, here's the thing: from a quality of game perspective, that would be super fun. That one. Um, yeah. I th- yeah. And I think that's what they're going for, just in terms of like the plot lines would be good for teams on both sides. Plus, it should be an entertain a pretty entertaining game as far uh, as. Just should we mention that Jalen Ramsey's practicing? By the way. Yes, that was another thing. He's not he going to play this week, uh, but he's practicing. No, he tweeted some headshots too today on on his Instagram and on on the on the Twitter account there about him. him so Miami is twenty seventh in defensive DVOA right now. Mm-hmm. I think that number is going to improve for a couple reasons. One, Rams getting back. Two, more and more guys getting used to this Fangio defense. I think that number is going to get hot. Going to get it better for the for the yeah. Dolphins. Uh, yeah. Their offense ranked number one by a significant margin. Uh, yeah. Will not get better. That. <laughs> that will probably plateau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that one's more likely to come back. They, the difference between the number one Dolphins and the number two 49ers mm-hmm. is, as far as offensive quality goes, is not dissimilar to the difference between the number two 49ers and the number ten Lions. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Not even four Lions. It's because like. 
it's that's like that's like an eight percent difference. We have to go down to the like the uh, 12-ish, I guess, is the difference for the for the Ravens. Either way, it's uh it's a pretty big uh, it's a pretty big drop off from one to two is the moral of that story. Yeah. Uh, I, I still like the Dolphins in this game, though. I, I, I just think that there's just something off with the Eagles. I don't know if it's missing Gannon uh, and, and missing Steichen. There's just something off, and I, I think Miami wins this one. All right. Uh, Monday night, the San Francisco 49ers head into Minnesota to take on your boys, Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, this opened up at Minnesota plus eight, and the Sharps came in. This will make you happy. The Sharps came in and, and hammered the Vikings getting eight, and it's now down to six and a half, and we're still a little bit squirrely on whether or not uh, Christian McCaffrey is going to play in this game. It seems like he is, but from when we're recording this, we'll, we'll get a better indication on Friday if he practices and whatnot. Um, but right now, the line would indicate that he's not. Uh, but this is number one in DVOA versus number 16. So a little bit of a gap. Uh, Vikings coming off uh, just a weird, weird game with the Bears. But got themselves a win on the road. Uh, man, I, I want to take the Vikings here in this one. And I like the, the – there's backdoor cover potential with them, I think. But – Man, you know, they were already having problems running the ball, and then the number one rush defense is coming into the game. So, it, it, like, it might be all on Kirk Cousins' arm in this one, and Kirk doesn't have Justin Jefferson. This one's a bit scary, and I don't like that I'm the best of the number is gone for me with the Vikings. So, I, I still think I lean towards the Vikings getting the plus six and a half, but uh, the fact that the eight's gone upsets me greatly. Uh, Billy, what do you think? Your boy's getting six and a half at home. No, it's the 49ers. I. They were a different team without Jefferson last week. And obviously you're going to be when you lose a talent like that. But I I just don't think they have anyone that can fill that hole. They have some okay receivers, um, but no one that can do what he does. And you're right. They couldn't run the ball well. They have a phenomenal rush defense in San Francisco. You are going to see so many third and longs. I think Cousins is going to be running for his life. I, I, I don't see this going well for the Vikings. Um, I like the Niners in this one. Right. It, I, I, I'm leaning Niners. I don't love it. I don't really like uh, if you can get the six and a half. Sure. That, there's still some spots where you can get the full seven. So maybe that would make you feel a bit better about Minnesota. But uh, I, I have concerns about the, the Vikings offense sans Jefferson in this uh, in this football game. Yeah, I agree. But God, if they had Jefferson, it's probably still like five and a half. Yeah, or maybe, or maybe only six, but yeah, obviously you feel way more confident about it. It must be said though. Uh, now, I don't, I don't think that, this is not an anti-Brock Purdy podcast. I don't think, but you know, people have been wondering if the Mister Irrelevant seventh round guy, you know, you know, people have just questioned whether or not it was a His, little bit real. Let's just review this, for Brock Purdy. He has yeah. lost one uh, game that he has played all of as 49ers quarterback. Mm-hmm. It was on the road against the best defense in the league, and his two most mm-hmm. important skill position guys left the game. That said. Not sure that means that Brock Purdy isn't good. <laughs> no, no. That said, I'm hearing everything you're putting down, Craig. That said, that was a bit of a turdy from Purdy there on, uh, on Sunday afternoon. Yeah. He, missed he didn't play well, but let me tell you, that like one, yeah. that, that Brown defense made Joe Burrow look bad this season yeah, already. They're, like they're it's, it's, it's got some people. 
It's That's why I had basically my daughter's college fund on the all over the Browns on the weekend. And I'm proud to say <laughs> I just think that I can afford a better than a state school. <laughs> Thank you, Cleveland Browns. Sorry, Craig, go ahead. I just talked over you there. I was just saying, I just, like, as we talked about on this podcast last week, I, I didn't think that the Browns were going to score enough points. So this is back when the line was uh, – was I think six and a half when it got to nine. And yeah, half, we, okay. we had the conversation. I think it was still five and a half when we had that conversation yeah. on last Wednesday. Uh, but but uh, I just thought that without Watson, the Browns were going to score enough points to, for that to, to work out. And they, you know, well, Jake Moody hits one of those two field goals. Uh, they don't cover, but they were talking about different results of the game. That's, Either way. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing to mention is, you know, Moody, you know, like the interview he gave in that after about that, you know, if you're if you're a Niners fan, uh, that's that's your rookie kicker missing a uh, missing a game missing a game winning chip shot, and then uh, giving a yeah. was it a what, not... what was, uh, how how long was the kick? I'm trying to remember off the top. It was of my like forty two, I think. It was not a long. Yeah, it was one he should make. The one the, yeah. the one he missed earlier in the game was fifty four. So that's fifty four outside in Cleveland, bad weather. You're gonna yeah. miss that from time to time, but yeah. you you want to make the one from four. Yeah, the game winner. The game winner that he missed was a bit more uh, egregious, and it, you know, I, I'm just saying it, it could be a factor in this as to whether or not uh, he did not exactly give an inspiring uh, post-game interview. So you wonder if the rookie kicker maybe you know, I don't know if he misses his first one on Monday. Look out! Uh, yeah. Anyway, all right, so that is it for week seven. Only thing left to do is settle on a survivor pick. We had the Rams last week. It was sweaty for about a quarter there, and then after that we were like, no, 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 we're fine, we're fine. He just, I, and even though the Rams were like losing, I think they were losing at halftime by three, and even then I was like, no, 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 we're fine. And then uh, I don't think the Cardinals scored a single point in the second half, so uh, we were good. Um, so recap, Miami, Rams. Uh, who, who is Miami, the Rams, uh, Washington, Buffalo, Kansas City, San Francisco. We've all used. Gentlemen, I am throwing out uh, that we use the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I think we pick on the Cardinals one more time. Uh, and then that's it. Yeah, Unless I agree with that. This is, this is, if we're, if we're going to use Seattle at all this year, this is the spot. So Yeah. I don't right. think there's anything safer. All right. So we're... Taking Seattle, and we're moving on, and we're hoping to move on to week number eight with that one. So uh, Seattle Seahawks is our official pick in Survivor. Is there anybody else that we haven't used that we would suggest anybody else take? I don't think so, because even like some of the higher picks that we've used, they're not in great spots, right? Because you're not taking. Yeah, the I don't want to use Buffalo on the road in New England, even if the Patriots' offense looks terrible. And we, I know we've already no. used Buffalo. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. We're uh, just saying for the sake of people out there looking yeah. for other advice, I, you're not taking the Bills. You're not taking the Chiefs against the Chargers. You're not taking the Niners on the road, especially if Christian McCaffrey might be questionable on a Monday. So uh, Eagles, Dolphins, you're obviously you're not going on in on that game. So yeah, so yeah. I, th- I think I think it's just I think it's just the Seahawks, unless you feel like maybe the Broncos are going to this is going to be the best spot for the Broncos. Uh, but I will uh, say this: if we find out before Thursday night that Trevor Lawrence is inactive. Yeah, maybe the new the New Orleans Saints. Maybe yeah, that's that great defense terrible. against CJ Beathard on Thursday. Yeah, that you know what? Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that because we might we might switch uh, New Orleans. Yeah, so that yeah, great great uh, ad by you, Craig. Excellent ad. All right, Billy, you uh, had a nice little four and one week six. Why don't you go ahead and kick us off for week seven? I will do that. 
I am taking the Saints, the Buccaneers, the Rams, the Browns, and the Eagles. All favorites from Billy. You're a madman. You're a madman, Bill. Uh, Craig, who you got? Week seven. I'm taking the Saints just like Bill. Mm-hmm. Taking the Browns just like Bill. I'm going to take the Chicago Bears because I'm crazy like that. Gross. No, I, no, I like yep. that pick. I think that's, that's yep. it's the hold your nose play of the week. Yep. You should have to watch uh, the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna just I'm just pretend it's not happening. And then Clockwork <laughs> Orange style. That was my recommendation for this game. Bet the Bears and then don't watch. Check back later. <laughs> I'm also gonna take the Buccaneers. Okay. And uh, this it's gonna sound familiar, but you know what? He was four and one last week. I'll go with him again. I'm gonna take the Rams too. Okay. Okay, you guys are loving the favorites. I have a couple, but I'm going to throw in some underdogs. Uh, Billy, I'm going to be with you with Philly. Uh, I should do this, but I'm going to do it. Uh, Give me the Chargers. Give me Baltimore. I'm doing it. And it's not an emotional edge. It's the Lions have no running backs and the weather's... The Lions have no running backs and the weather's going to be terrible. I swear this is not an emotional edge. All right. So, Eagles, Chargers, Ravens. Broncos, I'm taking your boys, Craig. Oh, I like that's even spot. worse. Yeah, and uh, and Pittsburgh. Give me give me Pittsburgh getting the three. So I'm, I'm fading you guys on on the Rams there. So uh, so Eagles, Chargers, Ravens, uh, Broncos, Steelers for Matt. As always, card subject to change. Uh, stay tuned to the Twitter account because we we tend to change those Sunday mornings from time to time. Uh, that is it for this week. Crossover podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossover podcast, and iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. We're also on any podcatcher that you happen to have out there. And if we're not, let us know at contact at the crossoverpodcast.com via email, and we'll get us on uh, whatever one. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the crossover podcast. That's it for week seven. Uh, keep betting those unders, everybody. And uh, good luck with all your bets out there. Take care, and we'll talk to you next week for week eight. Thank <laughs> you.